You're listening to a DM podcast. Hello, and welcome back to Beyond the Likes. It is Amy Gerard. I'm in the studio. I have a very, very exciting guest joining me today, but I'll give um, him a little intro. So basically, I just wanted to come on and have a chat about the change in my middle child. And if you follow me on Instagram, I did a post the other day and it was all about the yes day that I had with Bobby. And what this yes day consisted of was it was just a day for Bobby and I, my other two kids, uh, Kobe was at preschool and Charlie was on a play date. And I said to Bobby, there's this movie called Yes Day. And if you haven't already seen it, it is a really cute movie. And it's where the parents give the children control and they can't say no. So as you can imagine, the movie kind of goes along the lines of like, there's so much junk food and everything like that. Anyway, my kids have been asking me for a yes day ever since they watched it. And I said to Bobby, oh, why don't, you know, we can have a mummy and Bob's day on Friday. And he goes, oh, can it be a yes day? And I was like, um, sure. Not really knowing what to expect. Now, what surprised me about this is not only were his requests very, very sensible and manageable, but we we honestly had the best day. So he first initially asked if we could go go-karting. I suggested rock climbing and he shut that down. He said go-karting. So I looked up where we could go go-karting. We went out to the entertainment quarter at Moore Park and they have, they've obviously got an adult's go-kart area and then they've got a little one for younger kids. So he did like three laps of that. And then I said, why don't we go and we'll have some lunch? So we went, we sat down, we had some lunch. There was other little like toy areas, you know, things for him to play on. He also made a friend go-karting. So he had a little friend playing with him as well there. And then I said, you know, what else do you want to do? Like it was midday. I said, what else? You know, you're in the driver's seat. It's up to you. And he goes, I want to give you my yeses so that we can do something that you want to do and things that make you happy. And, mate, I I cannot I, – I, the only reason why this is such a profound topic for me is because Bobby as a toddler was such hard work. And I really want to do this podcast because if you are in the trenches with a – very spirited toddler or young kid, and you are going through some challenging times, I want you to know that it really, truly does get easier. There were there, there were a few obstacles in the way for us with Bobby. Like, he was just so angry all the time. And I'm not talking about, like, just angry when he didn't get his own way. He used to wake up filthy. Like, he would wake up in the Dallas mood and he would kick off from the minute he woke up to the minute he went to bed basically at night. And if I had him first, this may have been very different and I may have approached it differently. I probably would have been like, holy shit, this is what parenting is and I'm only having one child. But I didn't. I had Charlie first who was very 
kind of textbook baby and very easy and chilled. So when I had Bobby, I he was a really good baby. And then once he started being able to walk, it all just went to shit. And I am not a crier. And that kid brought me to tears more times in the space of like 18 months to two years than I could honestly ever count. Like I struggled with him so much. I would have to carry him out of shops. I would leave parks because of him. He just basically knocked the confidence out of my sales. Is that the right word? Um, And I just felt so ill-equipped to handle him and I didn't know what to do to help him, to help me. Um, It was just a really hectic period in my life. And, you know, my default with all things in my life is to kind of try and find a silver lining and use humour in situations, you know, laugh off what you can't control and work on the things you can. So I did. And I, I we put things, some measures in place. I then also affectionately nicknamed him Malat um, after the serial killer, purely just because he was terrifying. So he was, he was affectionately known as Malat. Like my parents used to call him that. No, never to his face because he would have probably tried to punch them in, in it. But real, we soon realized that he had crazy large tonsils and his adenoids were obstructing like 95% of his airways. So that meant he was basically so tired. He wasn't ever hitting REM. So he wasn't ever getting like an adequate amount of sleep. So that was one of the first stepping stones and the hurdles that we had to overcome. And then we realized as well that his iron levels were absolutely depleted. So he was basically, we had his blood work done. It was all done through the ENT actually. And she was like, he's anemic. Like his blood, his iron levels are so low. His ferritin levels are so low. He needs to get on supplements ASAP. And I was like, but hang on a second. He's not sluggish. He's not tired, but it doesn't present like that in kids. It presents in irritability, restlessness, poor behavior, like erratic behavior. It basically presents in Bobby's personality. And so once we popped him on the iron supplements and he got his adenoids and his tonsils out and he started sleeping properly, he was like a different child. I can't even explain. Obviously, obviously there are mums out there who have children who are on the spectrum or they've got sensory issues and stuff. And that's not a, a quick fix, like getting the adenoids and the tonsils out or, you know, popping them on a supplement. So I can abs- I absolutely acknowledge that it's not as easy for a lot of mums out there. But I do think if you are in the trenches, let's say with a child who is on the spectrum, ages two and three are so challenging for young kids because they can't regulate their emotions and they can't, you know, get their point of cross. You know, there's always uh, language barriers and they can't express themselves the way they want to. So for Charlie, when she was younger, she, when she couldn't uh, like articulate herself, she would just cry and a cuddle would kind of win her back over. Whereas with Bobby, when he couldn't express himself, he would just kick off and it would just result in the most catastrophic meltdowns and you go near him and he'd be swinging left hooks and he'd be throwing shit and he would just have to blow off all this like rage. It was like he had more testosterone than like a rhinoceros. 
he um, sometimes I would just and I couldn't I couldn't coax him back down off that level. Like the only thing I could do for Bobby when he was blowing up was just to hold space for him from a distance. You know, I would sometimes remove him from situations and I'd put him outside or I'd put him in rooms where I knew he couldn't hurt himself and I would just have to sit and wait it out. I can't explain what kind of kid he is now. And the only reason it's even a talking point is because it literally has gone from one extreme to the other. I now have this incredibly beautiful kid who is so empathetic. He's really, really sensitive. And like the other day, I fell over in the bathroom and, you know, it's not like you're not falling over these days. I I had a fall and wow, did it hurt. And, you know, I've got a calf on my, on my shin that will probably be there for three months. But I fell over. I slipped over in the bathroom and I, I, it was fine. I wasn't crying or anything like that. But Bobby was hysterical because he saw me do it and he was so upset. Are you okay? Are you okay? Can I get you anything? He And I couldn't console him enough, quick enough. Like I, I was there with blood dripping off my shin, but I had to spend all of my time consoling him because he was so worked up. He is just the world's biggest sweetheart now. He holds doors open for me. If I walk out and he can see that there's no chairs, he will jump up and give me my chair. He, If he can see that Kobe is kicking off and he knows whatever it is, will you know whatever he has will be a quick fix he'll he'll give it to Kobe or if he knows there's only two ice blocks left and there's three of them he'll say I won't have one like he is just the the biggest sweetheart and he has come full circle not that I ever doubted him it's just so nice to see because I I did really struggle in those two years and I've I've tried to kind of archive a lot of that shit along with my PTSD from it. And also I do think that having Bobby as a second child helped me be more equipped with Kobe because Kobe came out and I kind of picked up on all the telltale signs. Like I could I could tell more so when he was getting frustrated with not being able to articulate himself better. I was more equipped to handle the the rage and I was more equipped to, you know, the, the testy rage and the outburst, you know, I – from my own personal lived-in experiences, the, the tantrums are far more intense from my boys than they ever have been with Charlie. I know that's probably not the case in all family situations, but just from my own lived-in experience. But I felt like I kind of hit the ground running with Kobe because I had been put through the ringer with Bobby. But I, I really wanted to get on this podcast because when I did that yesterday post, So many mums reached out to me and was like, this gives me hope. Like I'm going through really tough time with my two-year-old and my three-year-old and, you know, this is giving me something to look forward to and hold on to and all that stuff. And I I just want to reiterate that they are, they are fantastic kids. They really, really, and I do feel like sometimes the most spirited ones are the ones that feel the most. And Bobby just feels all of his emotions in their extremities, right? So like when he was happy, he was a really happy kid and he's still a happy kid. And when he gets sad, he gets really upset. And then when he gets angry, I mean, the rage part of him doesn't come out as much anymore. Don't get me wrong. He's still 
kicks and throws and can be an absolute knob jockey, but nothing like what he was as a toddler. So I do think the kids that have these big emotions are the ones that tend to be a little bit more challenging as younger kids. But oh my God, you watch, you watch them turn into these incredible little human beings. They're like little worms that then hatch and turn into these beautiful butterflies. I keep saying he's so sweet because it's the perfect word to describe him. He's really thoughtful. He's always thinking of others and he's takes pride in his room and takes pride in the the way he looks after his stuff and he gets all these bloody glowing reports at ho- at school and the teachers all froth over him. He's still, a, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm not going to say that he's the perfect child all of a sudden because he's absolutely not, but he has come such a long way and I just want, I really want to reiterate to the mamas out there or whoever's listening to this podcast who is going through a hard time that like honestly you you'll look back in a few years time and you'll be like wow that you know that almost sent me bald and that put me through the ringer but look at the kid I have now hang in there and just know that it is a season right and you're probably in the eye of the storm but you just got to weather it and you will come out the other side and the sun will be bloody shining on you and your child now without further ado i have my little mate with me today because we are best friends now so i'm going to get him in i don't know how he's going to go in the podcast studio i think he's a little bit excited but without further ado let's get bobby on the podcast how are you feeling? Good. Are you excited? Yes. Do you feel a bit nervous? No. No? No. Wow, you're braver than me. <laughs> you know, when I first started doing podcasting, I used to get so nervous. <laughs> Can you hear yourself? Yes. <laughs> All right, Mr. Bobs, this is your very first podcast appearance. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to Beyond the Likes. All right, you have come in to the podcast studio with me. It is a bring your middle child to the podcast studio day. How have you been feeling so far? Good. Have you just been sitting out there eating your lunch and watching Charlie's iPad? Yes. Yeah? He had the You had the option of staying at home with some of your mates and riding bikes and going swimming, but you chose to come in here, didn't you? Yeah. It's almost like you like spending time with me now. I do. Do you? Yes. Do you remember our yes day? Yes. Was that the best day ever? Yes. <laughs> Are you just going to answer everything with yes? Yes. <laughs> All right, so talk to me. How have you been enjoying school holidays? Good. Yeah? Yes. What was What's your favourite thing about school holidays? Mm, that I can hang out with my family. Yeah? We had a big family swim the other day, didn't we? Yeah. Bobby loves it when we all spend time together. Because more often than not, it's mainly mum with... Dad. Youth. No, it's usually mum and the kids and then dad's at work and then he gets home really late, doesn't he? Yeah, and we don't get to spend time much together. Yeah, but we get to see Dad a fair bit on the weekend, don't we? Are you excited to go back to school? Mm, Kind of. Not really? Mm, Kind of. Do you enjoy, like, taking your time in the morning and not having to get up and rush to school? Yeah. Can you tell everyone what you do when you first wake up? 
wake mum up. <laughs> yes, that's that's very true. So you wake me up, but then what do you do in your bedroom? Tidy my bedroom. You make your bed, don't you? Yes. How did this come about, Bobby? Mm, just did it. Do you do you like having a tidy room? Yes. Do you reckon you could teach Charlie how to tidy her room? Yes. I don't know how to get it through. She's just, she's a bit of a sloth, isn't she? She's a bit of a grub. Don't touch the microphone. So how old are you? Six. And who is your youngest brother? Kobe, and is he four? Yeah, and Charlie? Yes. And how old is she? Eight. You can ask me a question. How are you going with your work? <laughs> I'm. Uh, to be honest, it's been pretty hard in school holidays because obviously I've had all three kids at home. Now that Kobe's gone back to school, that's kind of taken a little bit of pressure off because, you know, Kobe's a bit crazy at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's nice to be able to do things with you and Charlie because you're a little bit more grown up. Yeah. Are you breathing into the microphone? You are, aren't you? So let me ask you this, Bobs, because we had a heated debate on the way in. What is the fastest car in the world? McLaren. And then what's the second fastest? Lamborghini. And the third? Ferrari. Fourth? Bugatti. Fifth? Sports car. Sports car. That's too cute. And what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm, Scientist. A scientist? Where did that come from? School. You just... Is it because you like making potions or what What do you like about science? I'm interested in space. Oh, that is true. So you, so you could be like an astronaut when you grow up. Can you tell everybody what are the planets in the solar system? Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. <laughs> Would you like to go to the moon one day? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you could be an astronaut, and you get it. You get in those rockets, and you fly straight up to the moon. I don't know how long it takes, but then inside the rocket, you can kind of just float around because gravity doesn't exist out in space. And I can do a backflip. You can do a backflip off the edge of the pool, can't you? Yeah. All right, Mr. Bobs. Well, I am going to love you and leave you. I'm gonna just finish this podcast off. And then we can go home and we can go for a swim. You want to go for a swim? Mm, yeah. What, what do you want to do? What are you, you're shaking your head. What would you prefer to do? Stay here. You want to stay at the podcast studio? You got any final questions that you want to ask me? No. Nothing? No, nothing. Is there any parting words of wisdom you want to leave the listeners with? No. What about how you've changed from being quite angry to a real, real sweetheart? I know. What's that all about? Do you like to think of others and be nice and kind? Yeah. And you look after your brother when you're not fighting with him? Mm, yeah. Do you always stick up for him, though? Mm, not much. No. <laughs> We're working on that, aren't we? Mm. You know one day you'll probably really, really love having a brother? Mm. Yeah? Do you like having a sister? Mm, pretty annoying. Pretty annoying. <laughs> Do you want to say goodbye to everyone? Goodbye. Love you. Oh, very cute. All right, legends. Um, Very, very cute. I mean, I wish you could see the grin that was on his face. The cheesiest grin. Very cute. 
Also trying to have a conversation with him, I think, was like trying to get blood from a stone at the moment. Yet every time I lay him in bed at night, he wants to talk about, you know, the universe and why is the sky blue and who was the first person on earth. Yesterday when we were lying in bed, he said to me, why do people kiss with their mouths open? (laughs) Firstly, I was like, where have you seen that? I was like, well, that's what you do when you're like boyfriend and girlfriend. And he goes, and then is that when you get married after that? I said, um, sure. Like that's, you know, you can have a few boyfriends and girlfriends or you might meet a really nice girlfriend and you might kiss her and you might want to stay with her forever. And then he goes, I'm really scared about marriage. And I said, what are you scared about, buddy? Like, ah, oh, don't get me wrong. Like it's ebbs and flows, but what, what are you scared about? And he said, I'm scared of someone saying no to me. And oh, his little brain, I was like, why are you even thinking about that? But that is where Bobby and I have our most in-depth conversations about the universe and about anything that's on his mind. And let me tell you, you can never pick what topic is going to be discussed at bedtime. He, he sometimes gets really, he's fascinated also by death. I don't know if I should have used the word fascinated. He gets very, very worked up and upset at the thought of me or Ryan dying. I don't know if that is anxiety presenting in itself. I don't know. He does worry a lot. He He's always worrying about stuff, which is, I mean, it's so sweet, but I also am just going to keep tabs on that because I do, I don't want him to be an anxious kid. You know, I, I, I really fuel my kids up and I want them to be confident little well-mannered legends going out into the world who always treat people with kindness and, you know, treat people how they want to be treated. That's, you know, my number one thing. Always treat others how you want to be treated. So I'll keep an eye on the the worry, the worrisome, but otherwise he's a bloody legend and I'm so happy he came with me today and it's been really cute have, spending the little day with him. Again, Anyone who's going through a tough time, hang in there. I promise you it gets better and it gets easier. And if you need to put things into place to help them, maybe you need to see an OT or whatever it is, every kid is just a fantastic little human being. And just always reminding them that they're very loved and that they're safe and that you've got their back. That's I feel like that's the the be all and end all. That's all kids want. They want to know that they're loved and supported. And so I just always told Bobby, I love you, mate. You're my best friend. Whatever you're going through, just know that I'm here for you. And there's my um, unsolicited parenting advice that absolutely nobody on this podcast asked for. But I hope in some way it does make you feel less alone and, I don't know, gives you hope, something to hold on to. Thank you for joining me. Love you guys so much. And if you have any questions or, you know, you just want to have a chat, my inbox on yeah, always message me on Beyond the Likes inbox because the other one is just, ah, oh, it's a bit of a minefield um, and I will try to always get back to you. So have a fantastic week. I will love you and leave you guys. Thank you so much for joining me. Bye for now. Mwah.